Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning, and once again, we're talking the National Football League Week 2. What's going on, Max? Oh man, this this is exactly what I need. It's it really after the Mets just got absolutely trounced yesterday and their playoff hopes look like absolute shit. And after the Celtics get beat for the third straight game tonight, uh, I only have football to look forward to. So you know what? It's a great distraction, and I look forward to talking with all four. Oh. Wait, wait, oh, all three of us today because there's no Panther. No pa- Panther. Pa- pa- Panther is dealing with some flu-like symptoms. He, said. <laughs> <laughs> he, he specifically is throwing out the vid name. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I hope he's doing okay. He said, he said uh, overall he's doing okay, but he's got a cough and couldn't get through the show. But uh, I'm sure he will post his picks at AbsoluteDegeneracy.com because even with the vid, you can do that. Yeah, you'd, you'd think so. Yeah, I did it. I actually came on the show with the vid. Panthers got to be a little bit stronger, man. Ooh, oh, man. calling them oh, out. Oh, damn. Shots fired. And, and, and Rich is a tad bit older than Panther, too. Not uh, much, yeah. but it's a tad, I mean, tad I mean, bit the older. high risk category all the way around. The, all the way around. You're in the high risk category for everything, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, it's but, high risk for you to do whatever I'm playing these yeah. days. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. Ever since Max put the uh, spike bet on me, I've been dead. <laughs> the hell? Can you undo that voodoo? I got to do a, a counter spike bet. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like, there it is. Take that jinx away, please. But Max has to pull it from somewhere else. You know, the, the, the curse doesn't go, you know, it doesn't come from nowhere. So he pulled all the power from the Celtics and, and applied it to you, apparently. Yes, he did God indeed. Damn. I don't even my dog doesn't want to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah we hope panther feels better soon we miss him already let's but let's get to it we got work to do uh we are looking football today let me pull up the odds so you guys can follow if you're watching live at home here we go first up man right out of the gate here we go this game rams going to the eagles this one is all over the place it opened up philadelphia minus three and a half it was two and a half for a good while yesterday it was a pick as it sits right now, Eagles minus a point and a half, Max. <sighs> to say I'm a bit worried about this one is an absolute understatement. Uh, Rams are flying out east, and the expectations are they're going to take easy care of the Eagles. After all, they beat the Cowboys, who are considered to be the best team in the east. And the Eagles, they struggled against the Washington football. I have Redskins in my notes. Can I just say Redskins? They struggled against the Redskins in week one. The over overreactions tend to happen after week week one. So let's just look at some facts here. Carson Wentz was sacked eight times last week. He threw two interceptions. He never looked comfortable out there. Zach Ernst was ignored, and that's just a relationship that is deteriorating. And I think they've they've already looked past the the Ernst relationship. So he he might be traded at some point. But it's a distraction they have to deal with. The Eagles had more total yards, less penalty yards, and had the ball for more time than Washington, and they lost by 10. For the Rams, uh, three of their defensive players had sacks against a very good offensive line. Uh, that, that bodes well for them to go against this Philadelphia subpar offensive line, where, again, Carson Wentz was sacked eight times. They put up 422 total yards. Uh, the offense was moving fast. It was clicking. Uh it's hard not to overreact to all of that, yet I just need to be cautious here. I mean, the public is on L.A., but the sharp money is hard on the Eagles. I'm going to lean the Rams here, but I am very weary of a letdown for them this week. Plus, I think you're looking at the Eagles are getting back a couple of their key players. They're getting back running back um, Miles Sanders, who's a do-it-all playmaker, difference maker on the field. And they're going to get the offensive tackle Lane Johnson back, hopefully. Uh, at least that's what they expect. That should make a difference. That said, I still think the Rams' defensive line will dominate the Eagles' offensive line. And I'm beginning to wonder if Carson Wentz is the new Phillip Rivers. Mm. You know, it just seems to make that one dumb throw a game that makes his team you know, pay a price. Uh all the talent in the world looks like he's a world beater and then just makes a dumb throw. So I think that um, I'm with Max on this. I'm going to lean 
the Rams. Sometimes that trip from coast to coast can be a little difficult for teams, especially from the west to the east. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the two and a half, which is where it was when I was really starting, perked up on this one. Usually you want to be on the opposite. You, you want to take the, the, the underdog because that's usually the opposite of what everybody's doing. You, you know, they're jumping on the uh, favorite, which is only getting two and a half. And, you know, they usually don't cover that. At least that's my my anecdotal evidence. But with everybody jumping on the Rams, hmm, 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 I'm going to bet the Eagles minus the point and a half. Well, no, the money, the money's on the Eagles. I mean, now. yeah, 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 yeah. The money's on the Eagles. Yeah. Public's on the Rams. So I think yeah. that, that more than likely, it's the right bet. I th- that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah, it's 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 close. It's a real close game. I got it. So this should be an exciting one. I don't know if it's going to be a high quality one, but it should be exciting. <laughs> All right, uh, the total in this one opened up 48. It's 45 and a half now. I like the over on this one. Ooh, what is I that? Do. Uh, I, I think again, w- w- what the Rams offense did in week one uh, they they should put up some points against the eagles here uh the eagles uh, do you know they, of course they you know they, they got a, a sleigh from uh the lions so they do have some secondary help but they're, they're not incredibly strong in the secondary robert woods just got an, a contract extension cooper cup got a, a contract extension we were talking about on the fantasy show looking at the uh, the pairings of of golf and, and possibly woods what could be excited about just getting paid? So I think some points are going to be scored today. I have this game at 45. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm using exactly Las Vegas's numbers or what, but so many of my things are close this week, really close razor thin margins. So I'm going to 0.5 lean the under. Yeah. I've got it to 45 as well, actually. So just a hair under, but I would not, I would, yeah, I don't know if I'd touch this one with a 10 foot pole, honestly. All right, Carolina, Tampa Bay next up. The Buccaneers opened up minus eight and a half. They're minus nine and a half now at Pinnacle, minus eight at Bet365. Uh, there's definitely something odd happening between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Uh, the press conferences for both of these guys just seemed like a lesson in social awkwardness. This team has very high expectations. I do think Tom's professionalism should allow him to shrug this off this week. But, I mean, he's a six-time Super Bowl champion. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. At some point, if Arians keeps doing this, that that pride is going to swell up and Tom's not going to take it nicely, right? So, hopefully they're past this. Uh, you know, they, they have a great opportunity this week against a very young Panthers defense. They should be able to exploit that. But for Carolina, man, their offense looked pretty damn good. With Bridgewater and McCaffrey leading the way last week, I'm I'm expecting a higher scoring game here. I do think Carolina can keep up, uh, keep it within this big spread. Uh, money is on the Panthers here, um, so that's a good sign. But I think I'm just going to lean Carolina here. There's just something something here that makes me think maybe uh, maybe Arians pulls out all the all the stops in the offense and they just go buck wild here today. See what I did there? Yeah, that, that's wild. my porn. That's my porn name. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, I have this game um, a, a slight lean for Carolina. The nine and a half to ten is about what I think the final score is going to be. So I can't commit to Tampa Bay um, covering by ten. They looked a little dysfunctional last week. A lot dysfunctional. And then they're going to lose Godwin, who seemed to have a little bit of chemistry um, with Tom Brady. He might be out with concussion, so there hasn't been a ruling on that yet. I know they're planning on moving Mike Evans all around the field this week. I know Bruce Arians made a point to make sure the squeaky wheel gets some oil. He says he's 100%. So the only thing I'd be looking at uh, in terms of this game from a from a player standpoint is Mike Evans or Scotty Miller as potential fantasy guys. But I'm just leaning Carolina. This is a tough one. It really is because I want to fade Tampa Bay, but Carolina, oh, they let the Raiders just march all over them when it abs- when they absolutely had to stop them. The sheet says bet Carolina because I've got this as a seven-point game right around there. T- Tampa Bay wins by seven. Ah, God damn it. I lost my balls. I'm going to lean Carolina. Uh, it's like a, l- a lean of death. Right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I re- 
I'm almost. I'm. I'm. I'm seconds away from reversing my decision. <laughs> my finger uh, is still on. The, you'll be ah, on the fuck island it. and you, you'll win. That's true. I'm gonna make some money in the U.S. Open, right? So I got some money yes, to burn. You got some money to burn. Okay, I'll bet. The, I'll bet the Panthers here plus the nine and a half. I feel like I'm. This is Eagles 2020 for me, or uh, uh, Lions 2020 for me. I'm gonna keep betting Carolina. They're gonna keep kicking me in the dick. Um, 48 is where it opened. 48 is where it's at in Pinnacle. 47 and a half at some of the others. Maybe this is me just uh, learning my lesson from last week. I, I like the over in this one too, man. Like I do. I th- I, I, I like Carolina's uh, offense to put up some numbers. I think the Panthers will put up more numbers. And as you mentioned, I think late in the game that Carolina defense just got gassed. I think they still need a couple weeks. And, and they're young guys. This is a, a very very young defense that Carolina's putting out there, almost like a rebuild of that. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be mistakes made, and that's going to lead to some points here. I like the over. I'm betting the over too. Carolina just gave up 34 to Las Vegas in Derek Carr. The defense um, apparently is not any better than it was last year. And in their last eight games, they've given up at least 29 points and 34 and five of them. And they've given up at least 30 and five straight. So if they give up 30 again. That means we got to get 18 from Carolina. I think we'll get 18 from Carolina. So I'm betting the over two. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this overplay as well. Kind of worries me that it might be shifting in the wrong direction. I'm wondering what everybody else is seeing, but I've got this over by about five, six points. So whew. let's do it. Let's take the over here. I, I, that's got to break Sunday. That's got to break. It's going to start shifting back up. I got to think. On oh Sunday. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this over should be closer to fifty. Yeah, like th- this really should be closer to fifty. I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I have it at over sixty. So I Whoa. think that's going to be. Which this isn't an if, SEC if, game. If Panther were here, we might go seventy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Denver Pittsburgh. Hoo hoo hoo! Broncos are going to Pittsburgh, and it opened up Steelers minus five and a half, minus seven and a half at Pinnacle. Seven, pretty much everywhere else. It looks like. Yeah, Steelers were able to show that Big Ben still has something left in the tank. Now they're going to welcome in the Broncos for their for the Steelers home opener. Drew Locke had a decent first game. He looked looked pretty good out there. Uh, Melvin Gordon looks like he could be back to his old form as well. But the Steelers defense looked really good, especially in stopping the run for the Steelers. They should expect um, uh, for the Steelers offense. They should expect a better defense from Denver than what the Giants gave them. So while the Steelers were able to run all over the Giants, I do expect Benny Snell to get a lot of touches today with James Conner out. But I don't think that they're going to run as well as they did last week. The Broncos could have, or maybe even say should have won in week one. And I'm not saying that they can win against the Steelers this week, but I expect a little regression from Pittsburgh in their offense. And I expect the Denver uh, offense to actually uptick a little bit more uh, with a, a, a jury and a lock uh, connecting up a few times in that run game, uh, looking looking pretty good. So I'm actually going to bet Denver here. I'm going to take mm. those points. I think I think I I like Denver to keep it w- within a touchdown. Pittsburgh is I think going to be minus two of their starting offensive linemen. James Conner, he says he's feels like he's going to play, so that could be a one-two punch with Benny Snell Jr. But I don't know that the running game is going to be that effective. The uh, Denver Broncos did hold Derrick Henry in check. He just had volume yards, not really a lot of yards on any big carries like we saw last year. I think the game is going to stay close, but I have it right at the number as well. So I'm just going to lean uh, towards the um, Broncos. Lean towards the Broncos. Yeah, a little too close for me to call two. Seven and a half. I have to lean the Broncos. Um, it was seven. I'd probably be leaning Pittsburgh, but yeah, I, I wonder if the defense for Pittsburgh is just going to be too much for Drew Locke. That's my big concern, and I think we'll see that in the total, which opened at forty-three. It's forty and a half now, so it's just plummeting. Here we go, man. My first underplay of the yeah. day. I still like the under here. I think this this is this is going to be a, a nice, tight, low-scoring game, much like the, the Denver did with uh, the Titans in, in Week One. Um, listen, I, I don't want to take anything away from the Titans' defense either. And Drew Locke looked pretty good. I get it; it's the Steelers, and, and they're known for it. But the Titans' defense isn't that bad. 
I have this as a 17-13 game. That's 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll maybe up it a little bit. How does 20 to 17 sound? Yeah, I'm on the under in this game too. So I'm betting the under. All right. Under. An under kiss of death right here. Yeah, I'm on the under too. Liked it a lot more at 43. Maybe we should start doing a Monday football show. But <laughs> <laughs> 37. Or, you know, what? 36, 37, 38. I mean, it's right in that range is what I'm showing. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go the under. Well. I think with this COVID or what, you know, all these different things going on and players coming in and out and the lack of really information coming out of the preseason, it might not be a bad thing to identify a couple of picks early in the week, bet them on Monday when the lines or Tuesday when the lines come out. And then if the lines move enough, you can bet the other side of it. And if it comes in the middle, win both ways. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that's what you can you know, people do that. And that's for sure. All right. Next up, we got Atlanta going to Dallas. Uh, the Falcons uh, are pretty heavy. Well, they were. They opened a pretty heavy dog. Dallas minus six and a half. It's four and a half at Pinnacle. Four everywhere else. Hmm. Man, man the, Cow- the Cowboys coming off a disappointing season opener against the Rams. Um, they're going to face Mr. Stat Stuffer, Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, they're going to do this without Leighton Van Der Esch, who's out six to eight weeks with a collarbone injury. So I'm expecting this to be a bit of a score fest here. Uh, Dak and his wide receivers should be able to put some big numbers up on that Falcon secondary. They're, they were shredded last week by Russell Wilson. Uh, public here is on Dallas, but the money's coming in hard on Atlanta. Um, I like the Falcons to keep this a bit tighter, but the downshift of this line is 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 kind of moved it out of my comfort zone. I'll lean Atlanta here. I think Dallas probably wins by a field goal. I'm a Cowboys fan, and it hurts me, but I'm leaning Atlanta, too. They really didn't generate a pass rush that I expected them to generate last week. I think they're going to have a hard time covering Julio, Calvin Ridley, uh, Russell Gage, and the tight end that they brought in, uh, Hayden Hurst. And then they still have a little bit of a running game with um, Gurley. Cowboys without Van Der Esch up the middle are going to have to make some adjustments. I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively on the Cowboys, and I do expect them to score some points and keep it close. So I'm sorry. I'm leaning the Falcons. Mm, 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 mm. I got to lean the Cowboys here. Um, I like the Falcons. Uh, I liked them last week a little too much. But I do think that Dallas is going to win the game and keep it close enough. Uh, It's going to be a touchdown. Dallas wins by a touchdown. I, I'm I'm interested in seeing what's what that stadium is going to sound like uh, today because because they, they they're saying maybe 25 percent capacity mm-hmm. that they're going to let in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is they're they're still going to pump in crowd volume too? I I don't know. Like it just seems like that is a massive massive place to have only 25 percent capacity. It yeah. might actually be against Dallas to have any fans in the stands whatsoever. It might actually be depressing to see that giant of a place like partially filled it would be like you know I, I've, I've been to yankee stadium a bunch of times and that that place is like like a palace it is just this this monstrosity and then imagine that with like 25 percent capacity it'd be, it'd be like going to a mets game really but still it, it, it's kind of be depressing yeah well you know and dallas fans even when it's at capacity they have to be told now you cheer they put it up on the screen <laughs> cheer now they do yeah, that was the thing. Like, uh, especially when Jerry World first opened, like the normal football fans in quotes uh-huh. got priced out of going to Jerry World. So, uh, yeah, the wine and cheese crowd didn't actually understand. No, you're supposed to yell on third down. <laughs> I was there for a fight. It's a big stadium, and, yeah. and if you've never been there before, make sure you remember where the hell you parked because <laughs> it, 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 because there's not there's like the, um, like a shopping center and like restaurants and stuff there and like a little path that you can walk on but it cuts off like one part of the parking lot from the other and if you go to the wrong side of the path it literally took me like two hours to find my car it was longer than we were there to watch the fights it's just horrible but there you go remember where you parked just please uh, remember where you parked <laughs> dallas uh the game opened up at 50 for the total shot up to 53 53 and a half elsewhere ah uh, man i i'm it's right there for an over for me, but if it keeps going up, I'd probably fade that. But I, I like the over here. I do. I think uh, this is going to be, as I mentioned, a score fest. Well, I have them scoring 51, so it's uh, it's a slight under for me. Not big enough for me to bet the under. I'm just going to, I'm going to lean the under here. 
This is where I looked. Yeah, like I'm a booger eating moron here because I had it under the 50. And then, you know, I have it well under the 53. So clearly I'm wrong or Las Vegas is wrong. I, 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 I wonder which one it is. So, yeah, I'm leaning. The, I'm going the under on this one. All right. The premier matchup of the day, San Francisco and the Jets. 49ers flying across the country opened as a minus six and a half favorite. They're minus seven now. There you go. That was the lead-in right there. It's talking about mm-hmm. flying cross-country because it does matter, right? I mean, Niners, another team, had a disappointing opening to the season, whereas the Jets call it normalcy. San Francisco is traveling cross-country. It's it's something that we should all be aware about, be a little bit concerned about. I do expect them to bounce back this week and look more like the team they were last season, more like the team that in our preseason totals that, that we we all seem to like to some degree. The Jets just looked like an absolute mess last week. Things got worse when Le'Veon Bell went down with an injury. That's going to put even more pressure on Sam Darnold. And, geez, do you want even more pressure on Sam Darnold? I sure as hell don't. Niners, definitely dealing with some injuries, though. Richard Sherman, George Kittle, those are key injuries for the Niners. So I do expect them to win, probably cover. But the travel mixed with the injuries is enough to just make this a lean for the Niners. Yeah, I, I think Sam Darnold's in for a long afternoon because that defense is going to come after him, knowing that if they put pressure on him, he'll see ghosts and, and throw the ball the other way around. That travel across the country is a lot. I don't think the offense is much different with or without Levy on Bell. It sucks either way. I expect it to be a low-scoring affair. It seems like Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't really have a whole lot to work with. His top receiver, Debo Samuel, out. Kittle, out. So he didn't seem to have much rapport last week, late in the game, missing a lot of folks as they're driving down the field. I expect a low-scoring game. It'll keep it close. I'm leaning San Francisco, but I'm not going to bet them. The lower the scoring, you got to like the Jets, right? I know because I mean this could be seven nothing. So. <laughs> Do you remember that Washington game last year? Three field goals was it? Nine nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to rain like that in New York this week, but I, I can see something as ugly as that. Here's the thing. If I give the Jets any kind of home field advantage, I got to lean them. And it looks like home field is not it's it's not a zero. After looking at last week, it looks like there is some kind of home field advantage. So I'm going to lean the Jets here plus the seven. Not enough confidence to bet them. So, Max, you, you were the one, right? Uh, San Francisco is going to have a regression kind of. Were you in that camp? Uh, to a degree, yeah. yeah but, I mean, I, st- I still had them cover, able cover to make the okay. Super Bowl, though. Like, that, oh. that's the whole thing is I still, I, you know, they, they still have the talent to, to make the Super Bowl. Um, but I, I just think that there's other teams out there that are catching up with them. Uh, you know, for, from last season, uh, they, they lost some key defensive players. I'm not a big believer in Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. So uh, they – still have a path to the Super Bowl. They absolutely do. Uh, but it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Uh, there's, there's, you know, there's teams that I just, that West, man, I love Arizona. I, I love Arizona. Took a step forward. The Rams, uh, you know, uh, they're still possibly a nine and seven team. So they're, they're going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, Seattle after one week. <laughs> I mean, who knows, man? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a tough road, I think, for San Fran this year. Okay. Total in this one opened up at 43 and a half. It's Come 40. On. Come on. What's up? Come on. We, we, you know, we, we're all on the under. Oh, okay. You don't even need to say it. You don't even say it. 42. Was it? It's 42 right now? 42 right now. Yeah, yeah, under. Under. Richard? Yeah, I'm going to lean the under here too. The only thing that worries me a little bit about the total in this game is I can see San Francisco getting a, a one, maybe two defensive scores. And if they do that, that throws everything out of whack. So I'm going to lean the under. But if the 49ers defense, like I said, can, can come up with a couple of points, yeah, that might change. I'm going to go the over. What? I'm taking over 42. Yeah, I've got wow. it just barely, just barely over 42. So uh, 43 and a half was an underplay, but at 42. I'm, I, I'm gonna... I regret cutting you off before then. I thought we were all on the under. I thought uh, we were all in agreement. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I never regret cutting him off. No, no, he's used to it. I, after several years of podcasting together, Arch is definitely used to me cutting him off. I'm we usually good at rolling at the punches unless you're talking on your handset and I can hear myself. That's... that's... <laughs> It starts to, after a year. And then you starts. want to cut yourself off then, huh? Yeah. yeah. 
Moving on. Buffalo's going to Miami. Uh, Buffalo opened up minus four. They're minus six. Wow, Pinnacle, you guys are not giving us good lines. Minus six, uh, minus five and a half elsewhere. Bills came out in week one to assert dominance over one AFC East foe, and now they're going to get to do it again. To a watch continues in Miami, and a couple more iffy performances by Fitzpatrick will result in the fans getting their wish. The Bills certainly do know a lot about Fitz's uneven play (laughs) firsthand. Uh, Now they have a pretty steady quarterback to help lead them into the future. The Bills took absolutely no time getting Stephon Diggs involved into that offense. I predict another big target day for him today. I like the Bills to win this one. I like them to cover this one the same way they did last week. So, uh, yes, I'm going to bet Buffalo here. We're going to go for uh, put all the pressure on Arch to do the Panther less kiss of death. Uh, Buffalo in their last six has won five, including two of three in Miami. In the last three, they won straight up 17 points, 10 points, and 25. I think Buffalo has the edge everywhere on the field. So I am going to bet Buffalo. You're not going to be happy. I'm leaning Miami. Six is too much divisional. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't even I have Buffalo winning. I don't have them covering the six. Um, It's right there. I got to lean Miami divisional game home team getting points. I got to lean Miami. I just told you Buffalo won two out of three in Miami. And did you know that the favorites covered five of the last six? Okay. Sure. You want to think about that? It's a it's a lean for me on the Dolphins. You guys can cash it. Good job. You're going to cash it. I like the, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Listen, my, my, Miami won the most important game of the season last year. So Arch has a, uh, has a soft spot in his heart for them. Yes. <laughs> I have a, you know, a bust of uh, a bust of, um, <laughs> of uh, Fitzpatrick in the, in it's my bedroom. In Florence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually what the the Super Bowl rings look like for the Chiefs. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's magic written on it. Yes, exactly. All right. The total in this one opened up at 41 and a half. It's 41 now. I like the over. A slight over on this mm-hmm. one. I do. Yeah. I, again, I, I do think Buffalo uh, wins this one by double digits more than likely. Uh, so I, I think this is probably a you know a ten point win by Buffalo. Uh, so I think that puts a slight over for me in this one. I'm exactly on the opposite side. I have a slight under by one point. I have them scoring forty, so I'm going to lean the under. I'm going over. I've got this going solidly over. So again, some you know either I'm really wrong or Vegas is really wrong. All right, next up we got Vikings versus the Colts. Uh, this one opened up Colts minus three. It is minus three. Uh, yeah, both both teams going to look to shake off week one losses, avoid going 0-2 to start the season. For the Vikings, they need to find their defensive roots again after being decimated by Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay offense last week. <clears throat> Kirk, Kirk Cousins, he, he looked pretty good out there. Dalvin Cook managed to get a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but they also just showed just that they were rusty. So on both defense and both offense, they just look rusty out there. So maybe week one is done with. That was their preseason. They, they get back and, and do the things that we expect the Vikings to do. For the Colts, they, just, they got outplayed by Mr. Mustache last week. They also lost Marlon Mack in the process. So rookie Jonathan Taylor is going to get the start. And that was, that was probably the intention eventually anyway. So rip the Band-Aid off. No better time than the present to put your rookie running back in there and see what you got with him. For Philip Rivers, man, he did Philip Rivers things, and I expect him to do more Philip Rivers things. So, if the, if the Colts need to rely on Taylor to, you know, boister this offense, because guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. 
Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Uh, Mr. Rivers is making stupid interceptions. Uh, that's going to be a problem for them. I'm, I'm still not high up on the Colts. I was one of those few people that had them way under their win total this year. I did not have them making the playoffs. I did have the Vikings making the playoffs. So I think this is a win for Minnesota, and that's who I'm going to bet here. Last week, they did a pretty good job in Indianapolis um, of do, shutting everything down except for the mustache completing with 19 to 20 passes. And then uh, Aaron, Minnesota did a pretty decent job of shutting down the green, the green Bay running game as well. The difference in that game was Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately for Phillip rivers, the one thing that Aaron Rodgers does exceptionally well, he does very poorly and that's protect the ball. I do expect this to be a close game. It's a, you know, sort of a must win game for both teams. Cause you don't want to start off. Oh, and two, I think the game stays close. Maybe they win by one or two points in Indianapolis, but I'm going to lean Minnesota. Hmm. Max, where was the public money coming in on this one? Oh, uh, let me check that. I, okay. I think it's kind it was... of frozen because I want to know why. What's going on here? Yeah, uh, I'll check. One second. That's fine. Yeah. Just People listen joke. this long. They'll, yeah. they'll keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're used to me you know just just scrolling on my phone and and, and checking yeah. this out so uh so yeah I'm, I'm looking and i see uh the overwhelming majority of public and money on minnesota like overwhelming on minnesota i was on the fence i'm gonna bet the colts That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was on. I was on the fence. This is a close. This is a nail biter. If everyone's on Minnesota, it's not really moving. In fact, it might get worse for Indianapolis here pretty soon. I'll bet Colts. I'll, I'll lock them in the minus the three. All right. The total in this one was forty-seven. Is forty-nine and a half now or forty-nine? Um. Yeah, it's it's a slight over for me slights like hmm. I, yeah this is this is this is this is one of the ones that came up like super super close for me where it's just like really it could be over or under yeah, <laughs> i have a yeah. slight over though slight yeah as i said early on all my numbers seem to be right on vegas's numbers this week they're at 49 i'm at 48 so i'm under by a point so i'm just going to lean the under because that's not a big enough difference for me to take a commit to an action so leaning under yeah i'm in the same boat it's I've got this uh, the slightest of slight unders, so everything would have to go perfect for that to under to hit. So you know, Max is probably on the right side. <laughs> All right, Detroit, Green Bay, Green Bay opened up minus five and a half. They're minus six everywhere. It looks so. So here, here we are. Right, we're oh, just, just just talking about uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers and how he showed the Packers last week that he still got something left in his tank as well. They drafted their quarterback of the future, but yeah, you know, maybe he's got to sit sit uh, sit still for a bit. Same way that uh, Mr. Uh, Rodgers had to sit st- still for a bit under Favre. <laughs> uh, now he's going to get a shot against a Lions defense that just made Mitch Trubisky look like Aaron Rodgers last week. Uh, to make matters worse, Detroit has had some cornerback injuries, so I think Green Bay should put up some points. Uh, I also think the defense matches up quite well against the Lions uh, Lions offense. I think they can slow down the running game. They can uh, make Stafford have to throw more and make more plays, uh, possibly towards uh, Jair Alexander, who just had a fantastic week. Uh, probably can't repeat what he did last week with, with his safety, his interception, and his, his uh, fumble recovery uh, sack. I think he, he had the, the, the quadfecta there last week. Um, but I, I like the I like the Green Bay Frauds defense, and I like them this week to uh, to win and cover this one. I will bet the Green Bay Frauds. 
I have them winning exactly by six points, which is really strange week for me where everything is in line. So what's the uh, the total on the push? The push. Yeah, you think this I think they're going to win by six. So I, oh. I, I, think, I think Green Bay probably does win this game by a touchdown because Kenny Galladay is still out. That's the number one target for – Mr. Stafford, I think that hurts their offense. They never have a running game. They never did. They probably won't again this weekend. But I, 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 I'm just going to lean Green Bay. Yeah, got you. And it's a lean for me on Green Bay too because everything in my my brain is just screaming and my gut just telling me it's Lions plus six. Do it. But I remember last year they burned me so many times. <laughs> so I'm not going to listen to my gut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, divisional game, you know, it just feels like it could be a little bit tighter than we think. Uh, so, but f- f- I'm going to lean Green Bay minus the six. All right, the total in this one opened at 46 and a half, and everybody hit it. Everybody hit the over. It's 49 and a half now. I like the under. I like, I like the under in this one. Did you, like mean, the, I, did you like the over at the 46? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's at 47. So oh. I, like the, I like the over at 46. I like the under at 49 and a half. Again, I'm uh, right on the number. I'm scoring 50. So I'm off by a, a five-tenths of a point, so I, half of a point. So I'm, I'm going to lean the over here, and that's and if the number changes, I could lean the under. Yeah. So right now I'm leaning the over. Yeah, I'm going to shade the over on this one too. But, man, yeah, that 46 was like – that seemed like a slam dunk over 46 and a half. All right, next up, we have got the New York Giants going to Chicago. Uh, the Monsters of the Midway open up minus five and a half. They are minus five and a half now. I put a stake in the ground on the Bears this season <laughs> <laughs> when doing my win totals. Uh, so I kind of got to root for them so I don't look like a complete idiot. Um, actually, looking at my, my spreadsheet that I did for the over-unders, I don't have the Bears losing until late October or early November. Oh my so, God. Uh, facing this Giants team, I think, gives them a really good uh, opportunity to go 2-0 to begin the season. Uh, Giants had a lackluster performance on Monday. But if you, if you actually look closer, if you take a peek under the hood, if Daniel Jones limits his interceptions and if Saquon Barkley just doesn't disappear, I honestly think the Giants had an opportunity to, to take it to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and win that one. So for the Bears, Mitch Trubisky ended with a really good game, but it was that fourth quarter, uh, you know, basically uh, the, the Lions defense just crumbled. Their poor defense just gave that away, allowed Trubisky to come back. Uh, the Giants have a defense that can be exploited despite their best efforts in the offseason to try to shore that up. They still can be scored on. The money is really hard on the Giants here, so it gives me enough pause to lean the Giants with the points here, but I, I do think the Bears win this one. Yeah, the Bears should have lost last week. DeAndre Swift dropped the ball that he should have caught in the end zone, so that's the luck factor favored them last week. The luck factor won't favor them this week. I still think they have a gimmicky offense, although David Montgomery did do something very effectively last week that they couldn't do last year, and that's run the ball. I'm just going to lean the Bears here. I have this as a really close game again, as they all are this week for me. So I'm going to lean the Bears. Yeah, I've got to lean the Giants in this one. Five and a half. Come on now. That's just a that's a smelly, sticky, stinky line. So, yeah, I'm going to lean the Giants here. Bears probably win by a field goal. It's, just, it's going to be ugly. Uh, 43 is where the total opened. It's 42 now. Um, under, under, not not even a slight under. I have this under uh, by about four points. Mm. I have it under by two. The scores they're going to combine for forty, so I'm leaning the under. Yeah, I've got to shade the under here as well. Just doesn't look like it's going to be you know <laughs> high scoring at all, which means this is going to be a seventy point total right here. This is this is going <laughs> to. Daniel, Daniel Jones just goes for five touchdowns. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch Trubisky just explodes too. That's what's going to happen. All right, next up, hoo, 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 hoo. Jacksonville, Tennessee. This is danger here. Tennessee opened up minus 11. They're minus seven and a half now. Oh, God. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here we go, man. Uh, 
Jeez, this 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 is a fun one because the Jaguars proved a lot of people wrong in week one. One one of those people's me. I admit it. Right. Uh, I'm just not ready to anoint the mustaches MVP just yet. I'm not going to cash in on Rich's MVP bet just yet. Uh, Jacksonville's win told us, I think, more about the Colts than it did about the Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville's defense bent a lot, but didn't break. I just don't think they can sustain that for too much longer. The Titans, we know it was a grind for them in Denver uh, to get to get that win. But I like what I saw from Tannehill and and Henry, uh, you know, against a tough, tough defense. So this is going to be an offense that is going to take it right to Jacksonville. I know it's a bit chalky for me, but I do have Tennessee winning this one by double digits. So I, I will bet the Titans here. Yeah, I agree. I think the line of 11 is probably about right. So the last two times Jacksonville went into Tennessee, they've lost by a combined 72 to 29, giving up almost 500 yards in rushing. So expect Derrick Henry to have a huge day. I'm betting Tennessee. I'm not going to I'm not going to mess with you guys. I'll lean Tennessee. I'll lean Tennessee. 11, I would have been on Jacksonville, 100%. D- two fists, give me the Jacksonville. Seven and a half. It's just a lean for me, even though the you know, my numbers are saying bet them. But I'm just... I'm yeah, just, man. Single-digit money on Tennessee right now. Man, sure, oh, man. That's why you're looking at that line just plummet, though. Oh, right? I'd have been that, on it, too. 11? Fuck yeah. I'd have, yeah. Whew. But seven and a half, that gives me a little bit of pause. All right. The total in this one opened at uh, 43. It's 44 now. Uh, another one. Uh, close, but slight under. I, I have this at 42. So it's a slight under. I guess under enough for me to feel comfortable. I got two points to play with. I got a safety to play with here. So it's, it's an under for me. I have it uh, again where Vegas had it right the first time at 43. That's where I have them scoring 43. One point differential is not enough for me. So I'm going to lean it the under. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm shading the under here too. It's close. It's really close. But ooh, yeah, under as well. All right, the Washington Football Club is going to Arizona. This one opened up Cardinals minus six and a half. They're minus seven now. It's a, a, another interesting one because you get two teams that were very surprising in Week One for totally different reasons. We all thought that Arizona would take that step forward this season, but it was still a surprise to see that they took it to the 49ers and they won in week one for the, for the Washington football club or football team, whatever the hell you're going to call them. It was just a big surprise that they won it all. I think Washington found some inspirational play at quarterback. Uh, Haskins demonstrated some solid leadership. He was backed by a coach who just doesn't take shit from people. Last year, Haskins was able to just be ignored by the team. He's not gonna, it, that's not going to happen under Ron Rivera's watch or, or the people that Ron Rivera has brought in to help him coach this team uh, while he's dealing with his uh, bout with cancer. Uh, Washington's defense also looked really damn good last week. Though, again, it was against that porous Philadelphia O-line that's dealing with some injuries. Uh, for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray is going to look to have another solid performance, but he's going to face pressure. And that means he's going to scramble a lot. And that means he's probably going to take some hits. And the Washington football club could definitely tell you about a quarterback that they once had that scrambled a lot and took a lot of hits and how that turned out for them. I'm going to lean the Cardinals here, but I would not be shocked, man, if the if, if Washington kept this close. I do expect them to keep it close. A couple of drives last week, as I mentioned, were extended by what I would consider some protective penalties for Kyle Murray where they had fourth or third and long and he ran, he, he was short of the sticks and then they called a, you know, a, a legal roughness or unsportsmanlike conduct or whatever kind of penalty they called on him for 15 yards and extended drives where they would have punted. I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure today as well. He can't just focus on throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. If he does that, you know, teams will adjust and take that away and make him look for a second read. So I'm going to lean the Redskins here. Mm. It's a lean for me on the Cardinals. I like them, but Washington, are they a mirage? Are they for real? That's that's the question I have, man, because they look scary. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still going to lean the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals an awful lot. I just don't know if I like them minus seven. 
um, the total in this one opened at 45. It's 47 at Pinnacle, 46 and a half elsewhere. Yeah, I like the under here. I do. I, I, I have this under, 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 under. I mean, I, I think I'm looking at Rich's spreadsheet here because this, this is it's almost 10 points under. Not, not quite, but, but it's under. It's under for me. Well, you have ten points under. I have two points over. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna lean the over. I got this game twenty-seven to uh, twenty-seven to like twenty uh, twenty-one. So it, it's 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 gonna go over. Mm, I'm shading the under here. Uh, I like the way it's moving. It's giving me more cushion. So whew, under for me as well. All right, Baltimore at Houston. Ravens opened up on the road minus six and a half. They're minus seven and a half at Pinnacle or seven pretty much everywhere else. Uh, Ravens took it to the Browns in week one. But again, overreactions, right? As overreactions go, I want I still want to temper my expectations one more week with the Ravens. Uh, I mean, it, it was the Browns. It, it, it was the Browns. So that's, that's all I can say about that. Uh, but the Ravens did seem to look like that team from last season. No major signs of regression from Lamar Jackson. Um, for the Texans, we know what time it is. It is Bill O'Brien clock ticking time. Uh, two, every two week years. Moves, every week moves a minute closer to inevitability for this man. Uh, I, I like Deshaun Watson a lot. Uh, this team should be able to put up some points, but the Ravens are just in a different class. It's similar to the Chiefs. They're just in a different class than the Texans are. Uh, the money in public are all over the Ravens, and and that's where I'm leaning as well. I will lean the Ravens to cover this one. I'm not leaning. I'm betting. I'm taking Baltimore. They played last year, and they, they won 40 set, 41 to 7. It was a demolition. Last week, Houston, on that game last year, Houston gave up 256 yards rushing. They gave up 166 last week to Kansas City. They averaged almost five yards a carry. If the Houston defense allows Baltimore to average five yards a carry, this is going to be a massacre. It'll look like last year. So I'm betting Baltimore. I am leaning Houston. If they had a smart coach or a smart GM, I would probably bet them. And divisional game, home team catching points with the hook. This feels this feels like you know, this feels all like all kinds of problems for Baltimore to cover. So, but it's just a lean for me on Houston. All right. The total in this one opened up at 53 and it just, it's, the, it's just dropping 50 at Pinnacle, 49 and a half at Heritage. It's just getting worse. That's crazy. I, I, I like the over where it's at right now. <laughs> I like the under before. So I'm, I'm right. I'm right in the middle there, but I, I do. I like, I, I, like, I like the over. I do think that both these teams can put up points and I think they will. Again, I, I think they had the number right the first time. I had them scoring 53. The over-under is at 50. I'm not going to bet the over here. I'm going to go under. I've got it just slightly, slightly under. I let, that 53, man, that was yeah, most assuredly under. 50, a lot, a lot less confidence, but it is an underplay. All right. Now I'm going to throw everything I said out the window. Kansas City's going to Los Angeles. The Chiefs opened up minus 7.5. They're minus 8.5 at Pinnacle, 8 pretty much everywhere else. My bookie says 9. Mm. The Chargers are a team in transition. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to get a few more starts before they ha- they see what they have with their rookie quarterback. Uh, co-opening a stadium in L.A. with no fans. I think the good news for them is that it's going to be actually a home game for them because they won't have the stands packed with Chiefs fans like they would have if this was an actual <laughs> game with fans in it. Uh, KC is going to continue to do what they did last week. I think this is a double-digit win. Absolutely. Money public all over KC. I can't blame them. I'm with them. I'm going to bet the Chiefs. I think I read the Chiefs are something like 14-2 and two against the number over the last 16 games or something crazy like that. I think the game is going to be closer than people expect. So I'm just going to lean Kansas City. I, I think they're going to try to run the ball again. I think the Chargers are going to play ball control as well. So it it could be a game that's a little bit closer than people think it'll be. I'm leaning the whatever they are, Chargers. Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, they don't seem to want them in L.A. They don't want them in San Diego. So they're just kind of like nomads. They wanted them in San Diego. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> the ownership didn't want to be there. I mean, on the road again, home team catching points. It feels like it feels like this is a Chargers cover. It feels like it just so much. I'm gonna take the square sucker play. I'm gonna bet the Chiefs minus the eight, eight 
Let's say eight. Let's just, I, I, I can still get the eight. So let's take say minus eight. eight. Yeah. eight yeah. yeah. Jesus. Let's, <laughs> I got the eight. So yeah, this is most assuredly the square, like, you know, $50 better going up to the window. Take my money, please. Give me the Chiefs. Okay. The total in this one opened at 50 and a half. It's downshifted to 47 and a half and looks like a couple books got it at 47 even. Yeah, again, maybe this is to Rich's point about both teams wanting to control the ball, run the ball more. I still think the Chiefs are going to put up points this year. You don't pay someone like Patrick Mahomes $600 million for him to just manage a game. That's not going to happen here. The Chiefs are going to put up some points. I think uh, Chargers, maybe they hold up their end of the bargain and put up you know 20 points here. But yeah, I, I, I think this is an overplay. I don't think they're going to necessarily try to make a game manager out of Patrick Mahomes. I think what they're trying to do is make sure that they can protect their investment. And that's why they invested in a heavy running back who they can give the ball to 20 times and, and not. I think the uh, the memory of Mr. Mahomes trying to sneak in and his, his knee going out on him then is a little bit uh, motivating to go out and get Hilaire. So I expect them to continue to work on the running game. And I, I don't think that the Chargers really have a passing game. So they have no choice but to run and maybe dump off the ball to Eckler 100,000 times. So I actually have this game going under to the point where I'm actually going to bet the under. Uh, see, at the 50 and a half, I was going under. At the 47 and a half, I got to just kind of shade the over. Oh, so, yeah, let's take that sport. I'm just square sucker play on this one, left, right, and center. All right, Patriots going all the way to Seattle. Seattle opened up minus four. They are minus four everywhere. I guess we get to find out if Seattle has a 12th man issue today um, with, with that stadium that is usually jam-packed, so noisy, so loud that teams can't hear what the hell is going on. And it's been a huge advantage playing at home for Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson looked absolutely amazing in week one, actually got some love and attention from Bill Belichick. And it's not just like hollow praise. Like this is Bill Belichick take, making his way to say that we don't realize how special Russell Wilson is. And maybe a slight jab at uh, Pete Carroll as well by saying is you don't realize what a special quarterback you have. Uh, maybe that changes this year. Uh, and, and, and you know, they really put an emphasis on, uh, Wilson in in game one, but I I think we're over well not we but I think people are overlooking New England here and the importance of what it was like to have that weapon in Cam Newton and and him look pretty good out there and Bill Belichick being reinvigorating and and really want to take it to uh, prove that he can win without Tom Brady. Um, I'm I I would not be surprised if New England wins this game, but getting four points. I like them. I almost bet them. I bet a lot today. I'm going to lean New England here, but this was an almost near bet on the Patriots for me. I think that you you might want to money line the Patriots, but everybody looks good against the Atlanta defense, and I'm not taking anything away from Russell Wilson at all. He's definitely a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's a whole different level with this New England defense um, in terms of what they're offering in the back with their secondary, with with the, with the hoodies schemes. So I'm I'm not quite there on betting New England, but I'm definitely heavy leaning New England. And if that line moves at all, I'll be on them. I like New England an awful lot. I'm going to take them plus the four. I, I, I got to like. <laughs> I, I again, I concur. This is could be this could be a money line play. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take New England plus the four. You know who had the most effective offense early down week one? New England by far. Patriots, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's also reflective of who they played. But still, that's showing that they they might understand what they have with Cam and how to use them because they looked really good on those first downs. And if it wasn't for that fumble into the end zone, this that that game would have been even worse. That fumble into the end zone, which resulted in a touchback, that would have been a massacre. My arm was already pretty bad to begin with. Uh, the total in this one opened at 45. It's 44 and a half now. I, I, I have it right there. I kind of, I'm shading under slightly under on this one. I do think again, uh, that new England defense is, is going to take it to Seattle, but I could also see this being 
tit for tat offensively. So, but I, I, I think there's a, a little bit of a tighter game. Uh, defense is going to kind of show up today. It's slight under for me. I don't really think the Seattle has a defense. I mean, I, maybe I'm out on a limb on my own here because they're known for their defense. I think they're going to have to win by being in high scoring games. If the defense is able to hold Russell Wilson down, I think they can lose and lose by a lot. But I, I think they're going to go over 45, so I'm going to lean the over. We saw that. We saw that, though. They came out and they were throwing Russell Wilson. If they had any confidence in their defense, they would have been who they were. But, but they're not who they were. They're, they're using Russell Wilson like an actual honest-to-God quarterback. They're throwing a lot. So that tells me that, yeah, they're worried about their defense. That, didn't come, that decision didn't come from nowhere. So, yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. It's slight. I've got a slight over, but it's an over nonetheless. Whew. That's it. Wow. We went through all the games. Well, listen, if it, well, let's, let's do some math here. Uh, we did an hour and 15 yesterday. We're at about 54, 55 minutes. So we'll just say that 20 minutes of time is Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That, right, you know, he disconnects. He reconnects. <laughs> and 10 minutes of that is the, uh, is the connection issues. Right. He goes into the well, speaks in robot voices. Yes. He's the guest, he's the guest calling. <laughs> oh, he's doing okay, really. I yeah. mean, you know, see, he's, he's a truck driver. It's not like he has a job that that allows him to rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, well, he's feeling better now after listening to the show because he's going to make some money. That's it. That he, he can afford to take a week off because he's going to make so much money from following our picks. It's going to mm-hmm. be tough. We need we need some picks from Panther because we got a couple. Uh, you know, Dgen plays here. The Dgen score. Right there. We need Panther to jump in and bet on like Buffalo, which he probably would. Mm-hmm. We need him to pick a side in that Jacksonville, Tennessee. Gee, I wonder which side he'd pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need a deciding vote on that Chiefs game. We need a majority. Mm-hmm. I think he, he, he'll, he'll bet the Chiefs. He'll bet the Chiefs. He'll bet he'll the bet Titans. The he'll, bet he'll, the bet, Titans. Yeah. he'll bet Buffalo. Yeah, I have a feeling. I think so. I think so. All right. Well, Max, 55 minutes. That is it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com for more NFL coverage, more sports coverage. We got a basketball game today. We got some hockey. We got lots of stuff going on. So head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com or download the DGENS app, D-E-G-E-N-S, exclamation point. You can get that for Android or iOS, and you can let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode, and buy our t-shirts. Hold on, hold on. Put a pin in that. I got a copyright strike. They think they say the the graphics I'm using are stolen from somewhere else, which they aren't. Okay, well, don't buy our t-shirts just yet. It's coming. It's coming. Don't do that yet. Soon buy our t-shirts. You know, I, I I wrote something up, and I put a product up there that they found offensive, and they deleted it, and then all of a sudden, one minute later, I got copywritten, copyright strikes left, right, and center. I'm not saying hmm. they're connected. I'm just saying, hmm, hmm, makes you think. Makes you go, hmm. Well, speaking of copyright strikes, you know, a couple days ago, Arch told you that if you listen to us, we can help you get some favor with your with with, with your with your special other. Apparently, we can also save you time. I was sitting in my car waiting for my missus, channeling through the radio, and and I heard you know the four letter station, yeah, at four letter U, and. They almost talked word for word about what we were saying in regards to Baker Mayfield, Cincinnati, and Joe Burrow. So not only can we get you some action, we can save you time so that you can actually do things around the house and get more action. So you don't need to listen to the four-letter station. You're going to hear it here first. And to save your friends time and get them action, tell them to listen to us by sending them an invite or a link by Twitter, by Facebook, by Instagram. And although Panther's not here and he's not feeling well, I'll take the honors. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.